and we're exploring this like time period we've never explored before, but we know that it's bumping right up nuts to butts up against what we do know already. Is there a cinematic term for that? Like a middle cool? I mean, I, like, I you mean not between... nuts to butts? Yeah, is that the that's my term? that's that's my term. I I I like to use nuts nuts to butts is it? Uh, I use it for many different situations. We are live with another episode of the Obi-Wan After Show. This is episode four of the After Show because we're talking about episode four of the Obi-Wan Kenobi Show. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. We just finished watching that episode at midnight. Now it's 1 a.m. Pacific time and uh, we're ready to talk about it. Uh, I got my co-host, Matthew Morey. Matthew, Matthew. How's it going, man? Hi, Matthew. Do people in England call you that, Matthew? Uh, I do. I do know one person from England. She she said that she says she it? would like she she was looking for my car one day because we like all of us were going somewhere. She's like Matthew, where's your car, Matthew? Just like that, Matthew. Yeah. And we always we always said Matthew, where's your car to her like until she went back home to UK. Yeah, she left. She got really tired of it. Yeah. She, she left like, until she she stopped being friends with us. <laughs> she left in a whole old huff and puff. She she came back stateside for for a wedding. One of yeah. our group members and like the other guy was like started talking to her. Ah, blah, blah. She's like, stop. Oh. No more. Well, yeah. I, I also don't think Americans should be the one making fun of people. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Matt, your your volume's a little low. I don't know oh, if you're able to turn it up. I think I'm a little just talking pretty quiet, but you you are a, a quiet talker. Like yeah, I am. Definitely. You ever thought about like doing a little ASMR OnlyFans? Oh, like something a little bit like this. How's that? I'm just... Sarah, how you feel about that? <laughs> it's delightful. Uh, we got we got special guest for for today. We got Sarah Zitney, aka Miss Marauder. Hi um see you're sounding great have you thought about doing an asmr only thing uh no because i'm a teacher so i talk all the time um so i don't want to talk anymore and my daughter is in a phase now where all she wants to hear is stories she wants to hear spooky stories she wants to hear me retell stories from folklore um or retell stories of things that happened in her life so i i i don't want to do that i just want to stop talking that's fair um, so here I am. Taking I, this I thought you said I'm a teacher, so you know I don't want my students to say no. It's just I'm just tired of talking. Yeah, well, they don't. No, they would not subscribe <laughs> to hear more of my voice. Yeah. Also, oh, I thought you were saying Matt like ASMR OnlyFans is like oh no the shame. Well, like you don't really do anything crazy, right? People on their ASMR OnlyFans don't they just like whisper into the microphone and no, I'm, ruffle I'm, a feather near your ear? For some reason, the TikTok algorithm thinks I want to watch ASMR because constantly I get live videos on my feed of people doing ASMR. And I don't know, it's like a uh, like when I see it when they're doing the nails and stuff, it just, I don't like it. I want it in person. I like kind of like that feeling, you know what I mean? Like if you're going to do that, like whisper in my actual ear as opposed to 
in my earbud uh, that goes into my ear, right? Yeah. Or is that, am I just complaining like? I think you're just lonely. I, I'm all, yeah, I'm also, I'm also, I'm also lonely, but beggars can't you're be You're talking choosers. about human, you're talking about human connection. I just want a human, I just want a human. <laughs> um, um, or, or a robot. At a certain point, I think I'd be fine with a robot, you know, depending on robot development, but mm. that's neither here nor there. Uh, but uh, let's talk about this episode of of uh, uh, of Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, it was a very short episode. Yes, I think it's the shortest episode so far. I think I feel like it's the shortest episode ever created. It was so short. <laughs> Twelve minutes long. All I, I know is it was it was the shortest planning anyone's ever done for breaking into an impenetrable place. Did, it was yeah. like two minutes and 45 seconds. Let's go. Right. I was just like, okay, that was quick. Also, I do appreciate the efficiency though. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I don't care anything about the new characters that just showed up and died. Like, I don't, I don't know who they are. We didn't spend enough time with them. Was I supposed to care? Wait, which new characters? The uh, snowspeeder guy? The snowspeeder guy. Wade. Wade, yeah. I don't Wade. know. I was like, do we know? I I wrote my notes. I put Wade question mark. Like, right. When they we, yelled out Wade, him? I was like, <laughs> well, at Wade, first, who are you? For some reason, for some dumb reason, I thought of Wedge Antilles because I like I saw a snowspeeder. Was Wedge in the snowspeeder on Hoth? Yeah. Is he on Hoth in the Battle of Hoth? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so there. I got it they're kind the of, ones that actually tripped the the ATAT. Not not Luke. No, not Luke. Luke doesn't do it. Oh, because Luke goes up into the thing. Um, yep. I got I got Wade mixed up with Wedge in my head, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is an, another character, like uh, you know, we we know. But wait, no, it's Wade. Why do I care about Wade? <laughs> I know this is skipping very far ahead in the episode. But that was one of my nitpicky things was when they were like, where's Wade? And I was like, did you not expect that this was a possibility when two ships, two snowspeeders <laughs> were going in to attack this impenetrable fortress? You're like shocked that one of them died. You should be shocked that this succeeded. Right. You're like, what? Right. Where's Wade? And I was like, not only was a possibility. Not only is it a possibility, they do a thing. First thing, I didn't know snowspeeders could stop and hover and just kind of sit there and shoot, 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 right? But he hmm. did, like right yeah. on top of Reva or Reva, uh, and then he like sped off. But it was weird to me because that's how you die. You stop and let <clears throat> some like tie fire come in and like blow you up. That could have happened. I thought Reva was gonna just chuck a lightsaber into his into his snow speeder. Like, of course he's gonna die. That guy was reckless. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't avoid the boxed bomb. Yeah, and then there was the uh, like the meaningful-ish line where he was like, "Where's Wade?" And she's like, "I guess we're just soldiers now, after all." And I was like, "Okay, I see what you were see what you're trying to do." That was not as impactful, I think, as it. Yeah. Like, I'll just go rewatch Rogue One. Yeah, I have thoughts about my disappointment about this episode. Um, let's let's let. Uh, what are the what are the positives? What are the positives? 
baby leia and Rita. yes baby so so good mm-hmm. tell tell me about your love of baby leia Sarah. uh i have a very devious five-year-old daughter whose name is evelyn leia um so i didn't know I that could, was that's her middle name that's her middle name uh so i could be biased um <laughs> by that but i she is there was i've you know of course i've seen people complain on tiktok and i heard someone that's like anyone who like wrote for her has never talked to a 10 year old and then they said something like it's probably because they're feminists who don't want babies and i was like (laughs) okay there's a jump to make but for me she like screams leia first of all very leia very Mm -hmm. sarcastic um, when she did this, when she had the line where Reva was doing, trying to like pull it from her mind and she goes, this is a staring contest. I was like, that's, li- that's a Poe line. First of all, that's Poe sass. And that's, that's very much Leia sass. Yeah. Um, but I showed my daughter the first, uh, the episode where she hugs her mom and is like, I'm so sorry, mom. And then she hugs her and it's just to pickpocket her droid back. And my daughter was like, Haha. I was like, who's that remind you of? And she was like me. I was like, yes, like she, she does such a great job of exemplifying like the sassiness, but I do think that in this episode, like her genuine fear shown through, cause I know that's with some complaints that I heard of, like, she should be more scared. Um, and I, that felt really real to me that she was worried, but doesn't matter. She's not going to give up the information. Um, I wrote in all capital, um, don't make Leia cry um stop making Leia cry like (laughs) I I just I love the rapport that they had I love the like Reva trying to do the good cop bad cop thing and then Leia switching it around on her um and I think the thing that rang the most true for me sorry I I have a child so this was the part that because when Reva was talking to her and she's like yeah I'll tell you where the base is um let me just tell my dad first because we're all on the same side right so I could tell my dad. And then Reva did this. She went, she made this hand gesture, <laughs> yeah. which like every parent or anyone who works or deals with children knows the like, God damn it. Like that, that motion. And I was like, that is that, that no one can ever call her a bad actor again. That was the most authentic reaction. Like, like I was like, I made that hand gesture like seven times today. <laughs> uh, so I thought the, um, the interaction was so delightful too because it's like you're trying to interrogate this 10 year old like a you know you're trying to do the like I'm gonna be nice because she's 10 or like I'm gonna try to play to this because she's 10 and she's obviously wise beyond her years um and just the increasing frustration that Reva was feeling was just so delightful and the way it was seeping out of her I all of those scenes I thought were fantastic yeah uh Matt? No, yeah, I agree. I mean, I just Leia really stood out to me this episode. She was really good. Um, I wasn't a huge fan right away, not not necessarily because um, I don't know. I was just kid actors, I guess, just kind of 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 Leia. Yeah, yeah. Like the first episode or whatever, kind yeah. of like a kid actor, okay, whatever. But she's like really grown on me, especially yeah. in like this in this episode. She's probably been at her best, and. Uh, She's keeps yeah, getting she's better. Really good. Yeah, I agree. And I can't blame a child actor for that because if no, if we're not. to assume that they're filming everything in order, each episode in order, 
then the child gets to become more comfortable with the character as each episode gets filmed. And so I feel like you're going to get a better performance as time goes on. Yeah. And I feel like there is an inherent awkwardness in writing lines for a child. Being an adult writing scripted lines is like, mm-hmm. what would a 10 year old say in this scenario? So there's always yep. going to be some stuff that yeah. you have to kind of, you know, get used to. And I think also because we weren't expecting her. Um, like, I, I know it's Obi, it's, I mean, it's the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, but also, I mean, I know that the term bait and switch has a negative connotation. But the yeah. way I did not know Leia was going to be there at all. And now I'm like, are we ever going to see baby Luke again? Personally, yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Ever, <laughs> I don't care if we ever do. Um, but the way that they totally made it seem like it was going to be about protecting Luke. And it's not about that at all. Right. The kind of the fake out. Let's call it a fake out. Like that was, I think that was delightful. Subverted expectations. Yes. Yeah. Um, I... And I would be willing to bet big money, big money, that they follow this up with the Leia series. Whether it's with this actress or it's a slightly older teenage version of Leia leading us into a new hope. I would, I, I, not that I wouldn't be surprised. I would literally, I would literally bet money that they're planning a Leia series right now. Well, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy said they were gonna kind of like not do the younger actors to play mm. legacy characters. Yeah, but, I mean, she could just be saying that, right? <laughs> Doesn't I guess it's not like a law or anything, like right? I, and I think part of the problem with that with the solo movie is they were like, we're doing a young. Han Solo, but Han Solo's already youngish. They were like, "You saw him when he was twenty nine. Here he is when he's twenty three. And oh, that's not. But if you is that really the difference? Like, I th- I think so. I think he's supposed to be like in his early twenties, and then in A New Hope, he's in his late twenties. Okay, because I know that he, there's like a ten year difference between him and Leia. So yeah. there's all the memes about how he's solo, and this takes place at the same time, right? Um, it's kind of weird but yeah. that's how all star wars is uh but also that's all yeah, like all age gaps Millie all Bobby age Brown gaps work there. that way right like, yeah all, every age gap at a certain point is weird right because it'll be Don't, a one-year-old and a five-year-old that from the record yeah like yeah, yeah. yeah it's like oh one's but like that being said like i mean that's a whole nother topic of like a 10-year age gap or whatever yeah. but it is specifically looks weird when you do compare their ages at this point, of course. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's, uh, you know, any, any. Age but yeah. I think, that. I think like teenage Leia would, I mean, even though, again, I think she's supposed to be 19 in the first movie. Yeah. Um, but if you did, yeah, like 13 to 15 high school age, I feel like that would be, but I don't know. But personally, I mean, I would be on board because I am a Leia fan first and foremost before yeah. I'm a human. Um, but I don't, I would prefer if they didn't go in that direction. Um, I, I would like to see stories that, you know. I, I may be the most interested in that though. Like we know that from a young age, she's very heavily uh, involved in the rebellion. Mm-hmm. I want to see a 
I think that would be a kick-ass show. A teen, like Andor, but with this teenage girl that you know doesn't die until yeah because she's i mean you could see this the actions even of just this episode really radicalizing her against the empire right because we see it kind Mm. of i mean obviously we see it when the the people come to her house and they're like i'm not here to end slavery i'm here to eat your food and you're like okay these guys are scumbags yeah so she's already you know has that foundation but then I just thought it was kind of absurd sometimes where they were like, we're all on the same side. And I'm like, Reva, baby, like, look around you. Right. Like, you guys are bad guys. Like, this is, I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> Stormtroopers. Um, you're not going to convince this child that you guys are maybe not evil because y'all look evil. I think you make a good point, too, about, um, you know, this character development with her going toward, like, being more, um, realizing what the Empire was because I think it was the last episode she was kind of like didn't really understand that the empire was was all bad and um that there they could become good and obi-wan said like your father believes so and he's trying you know trying hard but it's not looking like it's gonna he's gonna change anybody right so you're yeah you're you're on i think you're on to something by the end of this we're gonna see her really hate the empire yeah, I think that Star Wars fans are very hungry for a story about a teenage girl becoming radicalized into revolution. <laughs> I mean, I would. <laughs> I mean, uh, what Star quote unquote Star Wars fans want and what I want is a little bit different. Um, and as a Star Wars fan, there I represent a different faction of Star Wars fans that want I more challenging you- media, which is. Is it is it is it at the point of this episode where I go into my disappointments? I I don't want to. I'd rather start positive. I mean, there's some more stuff to talk about. Right? Yeah, I let's mean, let's let's talk about. So, what there was that tomb? Did you recognize anybody in that tomb that was on the? Uh, I looked it up online. Inquisitor base. There's somebody from Clone Wars, but that's it. Okay, who was it? Somebody Sanub. Oh, Tara the, Sanub. Uh, don't um, I watched through Clone Wars once. Like I just didn't go back and do it. <laughs> yeah, I I was feeling like maybe I should have recognized those people. So to know that they weren't supposed to be recognizable makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah because I think at this point I've been trained to be like, oh, there's going to be Easter eggs, so that if there's something that seems like it should be an Easter egg and I don't catch it, I feel like a tinge of shame. Right. I'm like I don't recognize that guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> um de- is, is dead Quin- kid though is quinlan voss um alive at this point as far as we know i believe so the way what's her name talia tala uh talked about him she talked about him like he was still alive she's yeah. like he helps out from time to time when they were talking about the uh in the last episode about the the path or whatever the little underground railroad thing that you it yeah. says because I, I think I think the bad part is if you do add in people there that people are going to recognize, you've made them canonically dead in the universe. They think they would rather keep threads open rather than close them. Right. But here's the weird thing: these are all kids, <clears throat> they're characters who just like get entombed alive. It's not like all the Jedi little kids that got killed, they don't entomb them. That kid was like alive like poured amber on them or something yeah i was gonna say yeah they're gonna make a jurassic park-esque jedi temple (laughs) right 
Well, I don't know. Doesn't everything always go back to cloning people that have the force? Isn't that like the thread that ties everything together? Not with what they're Vader. trying to do. But with Palpatine, isn't that Palpatine has thing? the force? I know, but isn't isn't the whole thing that how he somehow returned was some kind of cloning thing? Cloning himself, yeah. But the oh, only right. person we know who's been experimenting on force wielders is what's his name? Giancarlo Esposito's character, yeah. Moff Gideon. Like mm-hmm. he's the only person, as far as we know, and the scientists that work for him, Doctor Pershing. Huh? Doctor Pershing. Pershing. But they and- had like in, in season two, they had like a big like facility, right? But like, I don't know whether the Emperor and and Vader are, they need to experiment because they're just like, we are already who we are. Mm. It's Gideon who wants to wield the Darksaber, right? It's Gideon who wants to probably, I think, use the Force for himself, right? Mm -hmm. To be honest, I don't really know what Gideon wants to do. I I don't know. I think he's just there. Yeah. He just wants to be menacing. Yeah. Yeah, which I get. I get that, you know. Uh, I just... Yeah, I, I would have... Ex- I, I expected some, like, Jedi, like, Jocasta knew, who, like, we're not going to see, like, where she's hanging out past the Battle of Yavin. You know what I mean? There's characters that are just going to be dead. So let them be dead and show them encased in Amber. I thought that was going to be more shocking. The most shocking part was the, the kid. Yeah, and he's still wearing the little thing. Yeah, I don't know what's... So they, like, swiped him while he's training? I don't know. Yeah, I think the emotional impact of it was undercut by the confusion of, are they... are Like, what's the situation? You said there was a tomb, but are they dead? Are they alive? What are they encased in? What is the purpose of this place? Um, And because we started off the show watching small children, small Jedi be murdered, so how is this worse it's not yeah it's not worse (laughs) yeah um we we start off this episode with obi-wan in a back to tank and then we get to meet a random path finder guy which is the o'shea jackson Mm -hmm. uh he makes no impact whatsoever. No. I don't, but I don't think it's the actors. No, I, I think, so I think we, this is a big point that I have, um, which is, I don't know if it's just a societal thing or a fandom thing, but it's the thing of, of you drop the Quinlan Voss mention and then you think we're not going to hope that O'Shea Jackson Jr. is going to play Quinlan Voss. Right. And then you have him playing just a rando um, right. that has like six lines. So that is a disappointment. But I don't feel like that is unreasonable. I don't think that was an unreasonable leap for us to take of like, oh, they could bring Quinlan Voss and that's a cool, you know, right. you don't have to be super familiar with him. Like you could meet him and, and be like, like okay, Saw Guerrera, Saw Guerrera yeah. in uh, Rogue One. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's not, it's not unreasonable. And, and part of me too, with the back to tank, I really liked the, the Anakin Obi-Wan parallel of both of them in the back to tank. However, I think we've been trained 
from Book of Boba Fett to associate back to tanks with memories, with like revisiting old memories. And then the, the Disney Plus show was like, make sure you watch the Satine stuff. And then they were like, psych, we're not gonna... <laughs> we're not going to have any painful flashbacks. We're not going to, you know, and it's like, okay. I mean, I, I, I'm, I always manage my expectations. I don't get super mad if something doesn't play out the way I thought it was going to. It just seems like they kind of train us to expect certain things and then don't do it. Yeah. Which seems mean. No, look, there are certain fans out there that unless they're getting like Doctor Strange and Optimus Prime in an episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi, they're going to be unhappy. But like most fans are like, no, no, no. We just want something good. They don't have to be, it doesn't have to be a, a, a smorgasbord of, of, of characters from past, present, and future. Let's see like a Ray's mom like show up. Like no, nobody cares about that. I gotta say, I've liked that a lot of these characters are kind of been new characters, you know? Yeah. Right. They haven't seen too much of. Because they got a really overwhelming Amanda season two, like with all the, you know, the the characters showing up Luke, Ahsoka, Bo Katan. There's so many. Right. So I think it's been kind of refreshing, kind of cool. And if we like the new characters, we get to see more, then we can like look forward to more stuff, right? So you can build outwards. Um, but Maya Erskine, look, it was, it was a lot, it was, it was a leap of faith that I took where I thought Maya Erskine could play Dr. Afra, and she didn't, she was just a no-name person, whatever her name is, she probably, I think she has a name, but she's Sully? So she's Sully, she yells Wade, Wade dies, she's sad. Cool. We've still got two more episodes to go, man. Oh, this character is just gonna like just be a better character. I so I think maybe. The, so I'm I'm number one Mando apologist. The Mandalorian has never done anything wrong. So I feel like you are right that they brought in a lot of characters, but I feel like especially with Ahsoka and Bo-Katan, they gave them enough time in their respective episodes that you were like, mm-hmm. okay, I get who Bo-Katan is. Like we sidelined Grogu for that entire episode to see what the deal was with Bo-Katan. Same thing with Ahsoka. We got a lot of time with Ahsoka. Um, so that thing of like, you either drop someone in for a cameo, like a, a quick cameo, like when they mentioned Thrawn, you know, in season two and it was like, oh, oh Thrawn's going to happen. Or I don't know. I don't know if Quinlan Voss is going to end up being that. But then- we got enough time to be like, okay, I feel like I know these characters. So that my brother, who's never watched any of the animated shows, feels like he mm-hmm. gets who Ahsoka is. Um, right. But I feel like with the story they're telling, they don't have time to do that. Like, I feel like if they brought in Dr. Afra, like, are could they possibly fit her in an way that's going to do any kind of justice? Or is it going to be a little cameo? A cameo enough to set up a solo series. Yeah. Look, I want it all, baby. That's what I, that's that's my motto. I want it all, baby. Um, I, I will never Afra get deserves, it. Afra deserves a movie, man. Afra deserves a movie. Like Afra, Indiana Afra, Jones epic. Yeah, they're not going to risk a movie on Afra. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. You might be right about that. They're not. They will do a TV show, and then if she hits huge, a movie. Because if if anything should have been a movie, it's this. 
this, this should, yeah, this is, this I know everyone, it's not, this is not a hot, refreshing take, but this is, this should have been a movie and it should would have been, it should have been a sure bet because it's an established character. It's the original actor in the established character. So it's not like solo, you know, it's not a risk like that. Um, and I just feel like, I feel like this could have been a really good movie. Boba Fett too. Okay. TV show. Boba yeah. Fett also had brand name recognition. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm just kind of disappointed. It's been four episodes so far. And I don't feel like I've gotten much out of this show. And this, this is what Marvel put up against, or uh, but Disney put up against Miss Marvel. Like they purposely made them overlap so they share the same spot. And which is a dick move, mm -hmm. uh, which really screws over Miss Marvel, regardless of the quality that Miss Marvel uh, uh, hopefully will produce, regardless of how good Miss Marvel will be as a show, it's not the brand name recognition that Obi-Wan Kenobi is. Um, it also is not the white male protagonist that just naturally the fandom seems to love no matter what. Um, so it kind of screws them over by putting them in the same thing, but this show is what they did. Like this show, should they should have released this on the Friday. And it wouldn't have made a difference. Who, what, who, what, people let people watch it over the weekend. The show isn't that great. And I feel bad saying that. Really? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm disappointed in the Obi-Wan Kenobi after show. I'm, I'm interested or in that. No, not in the after <laughs> show. This after <laughs> show. Shit. I met the Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> I met the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. We don't deserve this, Sarah. Let's but get I out feel, of here. I feel like part of that. <laughs> I'm disappointed is... in the after show, guys. <laughs> the for you specifically, as a person that's creating content like these, uh, these reactions at midnight. Yeah. You don't want to be faced with a, the the choice. The next week is going to be the hardest week for you because what you're going to do now is you're going to watch. This is off topic, but whatever. You're going to watch the first episode of Ms. Marvel. And if it is significantly it better, today. well, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, after this, Oh yeah. I'm assuming in the morning, God, hopefully um, we're going to watch it tomorrow and you're going to say, okay, what do I do the, the after show for next week? I like Miss Marvel better, yeah. but I've been doing the Obi-Wan Kenobi one. Right. So, I mean, I, I you know, you don't want to feel like, and I feel like I, well, obviously because I was on the show, so I had to watch it at midnight, but I feel like, you know, there's going to immediately be spoilers on TikTok, you know? And I felt like with Miss Marvel, it's like, I feel like I can wait till the morning. Like there's not going to be any, you know, I've read the comics, so yeah. there's not going to be a shocking revelation. Right. Um, and it's the first episode. Um, but I mean, it, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it, but yeah, it puts them in a very awkward position, especially with, you know, the, hesitancy that people have to watch the show for yeah. dumb reasons right. um so to put it yeah up against this is i don't know why you wouldn't have it on different days i don't know why you wouldn't make one a friday release and one a wednesday release it doesn't make right. Any sense. right i think it's i think it's uh uh it was kind of messed up and like i don't know i'm just i'm disappointed in the show because this show isn't challenging me I feel like when we were watching the Bo Boba Fett show, 
there were episodes that were like that were like holy like shit the the like the 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 tuscan uh people you know and their culture and we're seeing that and like uh uh i'm not get i don't for i don't have that joy in this show and i don't feel like i'm being challenged and this is a pretty easy point a to point b to point c kind of show and the only thing that people are complaining about is Riva. And if this show had cast a, let's go one step up, quote unquote up, uh, a white female villain or a white male villain, yeah, uh, this show would be considered leagues better by just the people who just want to see an A to B to C storyline with their favorite guy, Obi-Wan, you know? I, yeah, I, I feel like if people after watching this episode have anything bad to say about Riva, it's going to be, I mean, uh, it's already pretty boring, I already looked at like, Reddit. It's clearly the Rivalea stuff was the best part of this episode. Oh, yeah. And if yeah. anyone says anything different, that's an immediate block on social media for me. Um, I've already cleaned house pretty well. But um, I, I was watching someone talk about it and they were saying it's interesting because like they have the Roman numerals, which they don't do in the other shows. And there's been like uh, what do you mean? nods. So like it's Roman numeral what part Roman numeral one part Roman numeral two oh. three mm. four those are the titles of the episodes and that goes along with the episodes of like the original six of the Skywalker yeah. trilogy and they were like and there's little nods to it so we got like the him doing the baby Luke doing the pod racer moves um, I feel bad because I'm not giving credit to the person on TikTok that had this idea um, and they were like and then episode two we see the clone soldier. And then in episode three, yeah. obviously there's the fire. And then they were like, so look for a new hope nod in episode four. And I was like, oh yeah, we're breaking into an imperial place to save Leia from someone that's interrogating her. We're not doing a nod to episode four. We're just doing episode four. Right. Um, except he had to swim to get to it, which mm. I have a fear of things submerged underwater. Yeah. Like when you see a lake, and there's a tree growing up out of the lake and you don't know where the tree ends. That's my worst fear. Uh, <laughs> I hate that. And so when they were like, how far down does it go? I was like, mm, mm. no. And the water started cracking. I was like, That's uh, no. episode hate. one, when they're in, when they're in the bongo and there's the big fish and the bigger fish and the bigger fish, there's always a bigger fish. That's mm -hmm. scary to me. Yeah, there's a there's a lake up in Northern California that's by my my aunt's house, and I used to visit all the time called Whiskey Town. Mm. That the story is they built a, it was like an old abandoned town, and they built a dam. So like the lake is on top of the town. So like the buildings are still at the bottom of the lake, and they've Wait, had submerged people. underwater. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like the town, like the buildings of the town are still at the bottom of the lake, um, and you can like snorkel you can like scuba dive oh i heard about that and i'm like yeah. that's the worst thing like no. if someone wanted to torture me for information they would make me scuba dive into a submerged city um that nothing has creeped me out more my my fear growing up was uh getting caught in a net underwater oof yeah 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 that's scary stuff uh 
Yeah. Yeah. But I love swimming. I love the beach. I just don't like when I can't see where the bottom of something is. Yeah. yeah. Um, stories of, of people who inflate their life vests too early after submerging. And so they can't swim under and out of the airplane. So you just bob to the surface inside the airplane. Oh, no. As the airplane's <clears throat> like sinking. Nice. Anyway, um, um. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I, I grew up on expanded universe novels and those were the challenging things. Like they, cha- like they were supposed to be challenging. They were like, eh, sometimes bad isn't always bad and good isn't always good. And like, you're seeing this kind of shades of gray. And I mean, it would have been nice if Star Wars was like, let's keep the black and the white to the movies and let's have the, Tur- like the ancillary stuff be more shades of gray rogue one and solo let's see the bounty hunters let's let's do that let's see anti-heroes do their thing and whatever and then you have like the classic good versus evil fighting against the the dark side that's gonna come and get you buddy i don't know what i'm doing there but uh <laughs> those are like the episodes and i feel like Mando doesn't have to be super challenging. I think that Boba Fett was more challenging, um, uh, uh, you know, but Obi-Wan is just not challenging at all. Mando's a little challenging, giving up, having to give up on his for yeah. learning to- Mando's like, fine. I like Mando. Oh, and oh, and Bo, Bill Burr, Bill Burr's character and like that old thing. Cool. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Mando. I'm just saying that like Obi-Wan Kenobi is- not challenging me at all i get what you're saying it's not challenging and i agree with you but i'm not i don't wouldn't say i'm disappointed at this show i think it's been entertaining definitely um um yeah i i'm not uh i i guess i could be underwhelmed but the thing with me is that my you know my very public shame as a star wars fan is i'm not a prequels person not a clone wars person that was not my you know era of of tv i didn't have cable so i couldn't watch the clone Wars show when it came out yeah so for a lot of people you know it's their childhood wasn't mine mine was the, yeah. a ridge tridge all day the um, ridge tridge and so <laughs> i did not have very high expectations for this show because i do not have a very strong connection to ewan mcgregor's obi-wan kenobi but I do have very strong connection to Leia in all of her forms. So I think that is what is shining through in the show for me. That's making me like it more than I anticipated because this was not a highly anticipated show for me. Genuinely. I was like, of course I'm going to watch it. I watch everything Star Wars, you know, so I'm going to, you know, of course I'll tune in, but that dynamic has carried it for me. Um, but with that being said, yeah, there's not a lot that's like super surprising. Like when they were like, I let them go. There's a tracker on the ship. I was like, of course there's a track. There's always a tracker on the ship. Like put it in your bingo card. Like there's tracker on the ship. Let them go because there's tracker on the ship. Tracker on the uh, ship. You know, it constantly. And then I think, uh, I think I made a note that I was like, wow, they're really trying to sell these Lola droid toys. Um which of course I already pre-ordered. Oh, is there is there a Lola toy? <laughs> yeah, there's a Hasbro, like a fully animatronic one. I'm looking it uh, up. It's $90. Uh, it's for pre-order. It ships in December. It will be my daughter's Christmas present. There's also a Lola t-shirt I'm Does seeing on Amazon. Fly too? 
and they have a 3D print file, which I've already bought. Uh, and I am in the process of making my daughter all three of those cosplays already. So, you know. I see the animatronic one. It has like a little stand on it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's got legs cool, and yeah. no legs. Oh, it has legs. Yeah. It doesn't have legs in the show. Yes, it does. Uh, wait, you they, does? T- they tuck up. Yeah. Oh. Has Lola walked around with those legs? Uh, he, she's like perched in the very first episode when she's in the tree. It like perches on the tree like a little bird. It's adorable. Are are her ears supposed to look like Mickey Mouse? No, they're supposed to look like cat ears. I think. I mean, when they're fully up, but when they're kind of forty five degrees backwards, it kind of looks like it Mickey. Could be subliminal messaging. Huh. Um, yeah, I think you're reaching, Dimitri. Am I reaching? <laughs> yeah. Am I? Am I? But, math. But so, Matthew? like, Lola's gonna be. She she got hacked, right? Yeah. Uh, or something. I think she's the tracker. Or yeah, like she's the tracker. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It's going evil. It's doing an evil C3PO. Yeah. Aww. We were teased with evil C3PO. Oh, that was now like one of the most Lola. disappointing. <laughs> I know. That's, uh, a bad that's one of one of the many fake deaths that happens in Rise yeah. of Skywalker. A bunch. How many fake deaths were in Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker? Uh, honestly, at least six. Kylo Kylo Ren had multiple fake deaths. I never in my life thought I would utter the words. I wish they would have killed Chewbacca, but I. Yeah, it didn't make any like. It went from being che- like a real sad emotional moment to stupid. Right. Yeah. In the next scene over. Yep. There so many fake deaths in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I was about to say something and I, I forgot it and then I just remembered it, which was the back to tank stuff was disappointing for me because of Boba. I thought we were going to get more memory type stuff. But there's also the drop with Tala where she says, like, it's not just your, first of all, he had like, two minutes in the back to tank and he's good to go um kind of disappointing <clears throat> that his injuries weren't worse i guess yeah um, but then she says like it's not just your body that needs to heal like you need to let go of your past and he's like Mer. and i was like okay are we gonna is that are we gonna do that like is that a thing that we're gonna do and i keep coming back to the tweet where they told us to watch the certain clone wars arcs but it's that thing of like the clock is ticking down here. So we have to have an ultimate showdown, right? Um, but then you've also the planted the seed of Obi-Wan has to heal from his past. So are we just going to leave him on Tatooine and assume that the healing of the past is going to happen in the next 10 years? Um, or are we going to address that with two episodes left? I mean, I don't like, know. It seems like we've, yeah, it seems like we've done a lot of, yeah, like the time, I, I agree with what you're saying that I think the time for subtlety and the time for character exploration is in the shows. Right. Um, but yeah, it's playing out like a dragged out movie because right. there aren't those like, okay, we're going to take a full episode or like three fourths of an episode with Obi-Wan in the back to tank dealing with his demons. Like we could have done that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying they should have done that, but you have the ability to, instead of just being like, okay, let's go ask Leia, let's do this, let's, you know. I, I feel like I would be less disappointed if I already didn't know where this was going to go. 
And not just because of that, but because, for example, one of the things I really like is Leia and Obi-Wan holding hands. It hurts. Oh, if I haven't said it before, I do like Leia. I do like Leia. I do like, I like the character of Leia. I like this young little, little Leia. I like the actress who's playing her. I like her scenes and stuff. Um, But I want, I I like Obi-Wan and her, but then I also know that that's, that's going to end after the two more episodes. And if I didn't know where this was going, I would then be like, well, we can we can be building towards more, but we're not building towards more. We're still just building towards episode four, which is what we've seen. We've seen that. So what more are we building towards? Uh, and I would like Obi-Wan to, uh, to, to, to go back to Alderaan and uh, uh, spend time with Leia and be like an uncle, you know? Just like be there for her, but we know that's not gonna happen. So all this 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 development between these like two characters, which I think is a, a big deal in the show, does not matter. Yeah I, yeah, I think I've made the, we talked about the Rogue One parallels to it, where it was like Rogue One was like, you know, they're all going to die, but we're going to trick you into liking them anyway. And that's the, the, the big achievement of the movie. Whereas this, it's like in, in Rogue One, they accomplished their goal, but it's like, we know Leia and obi-wan are going to part ways and then in what 20 years she's going to name her son after him that's the end game for that relationship and we know that obi-wan is going to get back to alderaan and become a hermit i'm sorry Uh, get back to tatooine and become a hermit so it's that whole thing of like we're we're building him back up out of a hermit into a jedi so he can go back right he's not gonna the journey isn't going to end you know they're talking about you know being the hero's journey but it's like, yeah, his return to his regular world is just his return to being on Tatooine alone for 10 more years. Maybe he'll learn some grand truth, but it's going to lead him to him lying to Luke about who his dad is and giving him a lightsaber. Like, right. We know he doesn't really, I mean, not to be rude to, you know, New Hope Obi-Wan, but we know he doesn't really accomplish anything. Right. You know, he doesn't redeem Vader. He doesn't, you know, stop the empire he doesn't do there's nothing there's no consequential story that can be told because there's no space for it right i feel like that was way more critical than i feel about the show but yeah yeah, like there's no there's no room for anything significant to happen because there everything has to play out the way it has to play out it's a book ended by everyone starting off in kind of a bummer place. Everyone's going to be worse off at the end of the show because that's where they need to be for A New Hope. Right. There's there's nobody that Obi-Wan is in episode four that he isn't already right now. I, I, don't, I don't know if I really agree with that, though. I, I think, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I don't know if you guys are catching this. Like, this show seems like it's kind of about Obi-Wan learning to forgive himself, right? of what happened to Anakin. So we're kind of seeing that's why he's kind of a little like aggressive toward Leia when she's like acting a little naive toward like, uh, why would this person lies? Like not all people appear to be good. Right. Cause he's been traumatized by Anakin. So I think he's learning to forgive himself and he's learning to let go of his, you know, cynicism toward, uh, toward doing the right thing, whatever. And so I think when we first see, Obi-Wan and A New Hope, he's very hopeful. 
he's very optimistic at getting Luke Skywalker <laughs> putting a lightsaber in his hand and getting him to help defeat the Empire. I mean, he seems like a very different person in Episode Four than he does right now. Right now, he's broken, cynical. Um, you know, doesn't he's just there to protect Luke? And I don't know. He just he feels a lot more optimistic and and hopeful by the time we see him. I mean, I assume the next time we see him in the story, unless there's going to be a season two or something. So you're saying he's optimistic in episode four? Oh yeah, of course he is. Yeah, I mean that's why he even sacrificed himself because he knew Luke can do it, and I think he, that's that's the whole the whole point. I think he's a very different person in in episode four than he is at the start of this, and even I, now. I agree with you that his journey on this show needs to I kind of feel like for me it's like I feel like it should be that it should be him learning to forgive himself and not be so hard on himself and not see what happened with Anakin as like a personal failure that broke down everything that he was but I'm not connecting with how that's happening I'm seeing him get a little bit softer um being around Leia and her opt you know her you know where he was snapping at her and then he kind of you know followed her lead but i feel like there hasn't been enough of that to get me to buy into that being his journey you know i feel like that is his journey and that should be his journey but especially with this episode being more of like the from the obi-wan side of things it was much more for his journey on this episode was much more Mm action-packed you know and the like character stuff came from leia and reva you know, that was the character study stuff of her getting frustrated and trying to do the good cop stuff and seeing how strong Leia really is. Whereas for Obi-Wan, it was more like, oh, thank goodness, he, you know, it felt good to see him be good with a lightsaber again. Cause you know, he was kind of running last episode. It wasn't very impressive what he was doing with his lightsaber. So it'd be like, ah, uh, it's cool to see him doing cool lightsaber stuff again, but there wasn't mm-hmm. any like much internal growth from him this episode, which not to get all Boba Fett about it, but the show's called Obi-Wan Kenobi. And yet, literally, I wrote three pages of little post-it notes. Um, and there's like one thing about Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah, there's like, <laughs> I like seeing Vader super pissed off. Um, Leia holding Ben's hand, I die. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's all based, I think, on the interplay between Leia and Ben. And I just want more of that. That's all that I want. I just, you know, I would just see them. I would road trip. I would, you know, do the, you know, <laughs> I just want to see them on a journey. Like, I don't need them breaking into the Fortress Inquisitorious or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, especially when it's supposed to be hard and then it's really easy that's one of my least favorite things when it's like it's <laughs> impenetrable and it's like oh no it's not it's literally hey, so they're easy. just that good you know yeah. that's all it is um yeah i don't know i uh i got nothing i got nothing i got nothing uh I don't know what episodes five and six can offer me, um, but yeah, is there a way for it to to redeem itself in your eyes? Like, what would have to happen in the next two episodes for you to turn around and be like, 
I was, I was doubtful. I wasn't liking it. And then it, it, it brought me back in the last two episodes. Something challenging. I don't know. Like it has to chat, like not just like not challenging as in like Obi-Wan should struggle. That's not my point, but like, there has to be a greater purpose for this show. What's the purpose of this show? Disney Plus subscriptions. Getting the, the original gang back together, but like... Yeah, I mean... <laughs> but like, they're not really? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, what could make this better or worthwhile to me is if Obi-Wan has a full-on conversation with Qui-Gon. That might be the only way that that it hits big with me. I want Obi-Wan to say, you told me to raise this guy. I want him to have an actual conversation with Qui-Gon where Qui-Gon is like, "You, you did, you did what I, you know. We don't know what the future holds, right? We're not always... Fuck, get me, like, let me write something. Like, you're not always the hero of, of every story, right? Like, we think of Anakin as the chosen one who will bring balance to the Force. And sometimes we're wrong. And sometimes the chosen one is someone else. But everyone, regardless of whether you're the chosen one or not, you still serve a purpose. The Force still has a plan for you. There, there so is you- still a point. So Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan feels so let down that Anakin is not the chosen one who will bring balance to the force. Ray is, right? Ray is the chosen one. That's the way I, that's what I got. Ray's the chosen one. But it, in the end, it doesn't matter who the chosen one is because everybody plays a part because Finn, although they screwed Finn over, Finn, Finn's part is to help support Ray then. If it's not to be a hero in his own right, which I think it should be, yeah, all of his lines in Ray Skywork were him just yelling Ray. Right. You know, Poe, Poe, same thing. Like, Poe does his job, and then it's to also support Ray. That's fine. But the point being is that, like, maybe if Qui-Gon and, 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 and Obi-Wan have a heart-to-heart where it's like, I was wrong, but you still have a purpose. That's the thing about Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan in episode <clears throat> four has a purpose. What is his purpose? To just buy them that time that Vader doesn't come and chuck a lightsaber through the Millennium Falcon, Obi-Wan kind of distracts him. And that's his purpose. And that's where he can like say goodbye. I'm peace out. I'm out. I've done my part. And let now that Luke and Leia are together, which is the big purpose of Obi-Wan's story is to bring them back together, not to defeat Anakin, right? Now that they're together, his job is done. I don't think there is a chosen one, personally. I was just thinking back when you were talking about the Qui-Gon thing. I was like, that's kind of like, is that in The Last Jedi where Luke is sitting there and then Yoda comes to him and is like, you big dummy, like that little talk that they have, like that kind of a, that's like the heart to heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I, I think the force gives us something that we don't get in real life, which is closure with our mentor. We don't get that in real life. Luke gets that with 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 Obi Wan. Luke gets that with with Yoda just by virtue of having Force ghosts. Um, Obi Wan doesn't get that with Qui Gon, but he should. Oh, hell, I'd be fine with Obi Wan sitting down with Yoda. They're not even dead yet. If if he meets Yoda in this ser- series, I want them to talk about their failures and help each other 
uh, uh, be okay with it. Yeah, I, I feel like there has to be some kind of discussion about, like, there... Like with the, what, what have you become? I am what you made me like the impact of that line. Like, I want to see Obi-Wan thinking about that. I want to see him dissecting the, like, you don't mean I just literally made you wear this suit. Cause I thought I killed you, but that I didn't take enough care to make sure you weren't turning to the dark side, like all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, for me, I just don't know his trajectory. Isn't super clear for me of what has to happen in this story to make him a new hope episode four um where if you're like yeah him bringing luke and leia together is like the unite like that's his mission why does he think that why after going on this i don't think he thinks it i think he figures it out later i don't think okay you know what i mean you don't don't think think for 10 i don't think in his 10 years he's like this is my purpose but in the end, he realizes it. it's one of those things. You realize. I just don't know why anyone would spend this much time with someone who is clearly strong in the force like Leia and then be like, I should go train Luke. Because Luke needs the training. Leia will be fine. Yeah, but her parents aren't training her in the force. I think she's a Trojan horse. I think she she's she, because she's not learning combative techniques. She's learning force like empathy and and kind of little things like that. I think that was it the womanly skills. The wo- <laughs> uh, I mean, more like the espionage skills. Luke is bad in espionage. He's the Black Widow of Star Wars. Luke? No, I'm sorry. Black Widow also is very good at fighting. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. Um, but like Luke is not a spy. I think now I'm mad because now I want the the radicalization of leia organa that's what i that's what i want birds and that's of prey. the story birds of prey yeah that's the story that's interesting to me because i i feel yeah like the story is not interesting to me not that i don't care about obi-wan but i don't really care about Obi-Wan that much yeah we've already got so much time with obi-wan so much great time with obi-wan um and I would love to see Leia's, Leia's journey, um, especially because we can't go forward with it. Because yeah. for me, like the teasers that we've seen of like, I don't know if I could say this, of the Ahsoka show, that, that's what I, that is the yeah. storyline I want. Those are like, that's like the future of Star Wars. And I, this is very like big picture stuff, but the whole thing of like, what is the future of this franchise? Right. And where are we taking it? And taking it into Ahsoka, taking it into where's Ezra, like taking it into that stuff as opposed to let's see what Obi-Wan was doing all those years is what I'm more interested in. I would like to see, let's see what Leia, what brought Leia from Senator's adopted daughter to on this ship getting the Death Star plans. Like that's a big deal. Right. Like. Right. Out. Yeah. I, that's a more interesting story to me. Uh, I mean, I, I mentioned on a past episode, Star Wars to me is building, like it should be building outwards, which is telling ancillary tales like uh, Mandalorian is building outwards. Building backwards is High Republic. I'm cool with that. Old Republic even before that, that's fine. Building forward, like episode seven, eight, nine, any other stories want to tell forward instead of inward. 
I don't think we need Star Wars stories inward. This is a purely inward story that doesn't add much. I, I know I've mentioned it with Matt. Matt, do you agree or? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I agree with what you're you're saying. <laughs> your classification, yeah, of inward, outward, whatever. I, I agree with you there. Um, I think the show's fine. I don't dislike it. I like it. Um, and whether or not it adds anything, I, I mean, I, I'm wondering what you mean by that. You mean like adding to the world building or something? Because no, honestly. It either really has care. to add it has to add to the world building or challenge me. For I don't example, really care about world building like I, I care about characters, right? So right. I mean I guess that's an aspect of world building, but do you I, I feel like this is doing it? Doing what? Building the characters? Um I mean not not like not like things like The Last Jedi did. It's not on that level. It's not even uh, not like the uh, Book of Boba Fett level either. Um, but I mean, you know, it's it's been all right. Like I said, I, I've kind of picking up on Obi Wan learning to forgive himself. He's kind of broken. You know, we haven't really seen him like that before, mm -hmm. uh, other than like the end of Revenge of the Sith. So I mean, it is a little bit. I I mean, they're not all going to be you know <laughs> my favorite Star Wars property, but. It's fine. I think I, I am. I, I think I'm also, I mean, I'm enjoying it. And I think it's because I went in with, with little expectation, but then as the seeds get dropped and then I feel, <clears throat> I start to feel excitement and start guessing at what might, you know, or could happen. And then when that doesn't happen. So like the further along the show goes, the, the, not the less I'm enjoying because I am, I am enjoying it. But for me, it's when they drop stuff where I'm like, I want to learn about that. Like I, I would love to learn more about the path and like, I want to hear, I want to see episodes of the Jedi that are escaping and what they're up to and like new people doing that. And like with Reva, everyone's theory of like, she's one of the younglings at the beginning. And does she blame Obi-Wan? Cause he told don't come back here and don't save anyone. Or does she actually blame Anakin? Cause she knows that it, he was the one that, that executed, you know, that did it. And is it, she really going to double cross Anakin? It's like the, that, is fascinating to me and i really would i i'm scared that none of that is going to play out that reva is going to be kind of a even though she has been giving a great performance especially in this episode that she's going to be like a nothing burger character that it's like she's just an inquisitor she's just a jedi that turned into an inquisitor and she's trying to get a promotion you right. know and it's not secretly that she's trying to get revenge because she was in the rubble during order 66 and obi-wan she heard Obi-Wan say don't come back here you know if it doesn't end up being that deep i will be disappointed or you know something on that level where it's like no she's just an inquisitor yeah you also know? it's it's weird that she knows anakin is vader that's weird to me because you're not supposed to vader kills anyone who knows he does in the I, comics i don't know that. you're not supposed oh, okay. to know Anakin is dead. Vader is a different person, quote unquote. He's not. I think He's it's dumb not, when yeah. when people say that in a philosophical sense. I think it's dumb, and I think it's 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 very similar to when people are drunk and they and they like like punch someone or throw a glass, and it's like that wasn't me, and it's like yes, it was. 
you were just drunk, but it was you. Take responsibility for your actions. The dark side within us all. We are our dark side personality still. Um, nobody's supposed to know that Vader is Anakin. Anakin's supposed to be dead. Vader's supposed to be a different person. And nobody's supposed to know that Padme and Anakin had kids or were in a romantic relationship. And Padme is dead. And the kids are there. Nobody's supposed to give any thought to any kids. Anakin didn't have kids. Panman didn't have kids. Vader doesn't have kids. There are no kids. That's what's supposed to be. Yeah, because isn't the whole thing that they were supposed to bury her when they show her uh, at her funeral? She's pregnant. Yeah. To insinuate that, which wouldn't happen if you were nine months pregnant, but that's great. Right. Um, I feel like that's definitely a, a plot hole that I don't know if you were a youngling that witnessed the order 66 thing going down and saw anakin doing it and then heard obi-wan and yoda talking about it maybe you would have that information but i don't know then she went goes and works for vader why didn't vader kill her i don't know maybe it's a long con and she really wants to get revenge on vader i don't know i don't know but i'm interested i would like to see them answer that question um yeah i don't know if you follow kate comics on um instagram but she does um she did like a 90 page mandalorian comic that's amazing that's all about him like being possessed by the dark saber it's incredible Mm -hmm. but she just made like a little panel of uh vader when he's like you should have killed me when you had the chance and then obi-wan goes i mean it makes you feel better i thought i did um genuinely (laughs) thought i did like i didn't i that was the plan um which I think is that whole thing of being like, oh, he's alive. Like, I think we're not taking it because we all know that Anakin is Vader and we all know that he survived. I feel like we weren't feeling the impact of like, oh shit, he's alive. He genuinely thought that he killed him. Yeah. Um, and now <laughs> he's just being faced with that information. <laughs> so it's not just like his first time facing off against Vader. Like he just realized that Vader was a thing. Or like that Anakin is Vader? Did he know that Vader was... No, he knew. He knew that there was a Vader? Because doesn't Reva tell him that? Doesn't she say Anakin Skywalker's alive and then he like freaks out? Isn't that like the end of the first episode? Well, she she definitely said Vader. But I don't remember if she said... I think she did say Anakin Skywalker. She said said, said, uh, Vader first. I'll tell Lord Vader or whatever. And then he like got all big. She said, oh, you didn't know. And then I think she said Anakin Skywalker. She does say it outright. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but he knew. He knew Vader was... uh, That Vader existed. Yeah, Palpatine. So then does he know Vader Vader is Anakin? Or is he... Obi-Wan. Now he does. Because Reva he says knew, he knew in Revenge of the Sith, he knew in Revenge of the Sith. What? Called him Lord Vader before, before Anakin him fought off. Like that was that was his name. Wait, so you're telling me that he didn't know that Vader even existed until I'll tell Vader, and then he was like, Vader is Anakin, so Anakin's alive. I'm saying she said Vader, and he knew Anakin was alive because he knows Anakin. She says Vader. Anakin though. She says both. Yeah, she so, says okay, both. Okay, so he says... She, she says Vader first. He says Vader. So the shock is that Vader is still a thing. And then she's like, oh yeah, Vader, Anakin is still alive. Yeah. So it's one sentence. Right, because he, okay, okay, okay. he thought Vader was dead. 
Yeah, he's, he's been not, really keeping a low Anakin profile. He's not reading the newspapers. I mean, do people? I, that's always been something. That, Wait, like, what's the general like vibe of if the like the general public knows who Darth Vader is? Wait, no, Darth Vader only comes around at the end of Episode Three when he's like, we, you know, like when he's suiting up at the end, right? No, no, no. When when he turns evil. Emperor Palpatine calls him, says, okay. you're now known as Darth Vader, to but, Anakin before he's suited up. Okay, but Obi-Wan so doesn't know the name Darth Vader for Anakin. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Everybody in the galaxy knows Darth Vader is around. Obi-Wan Kenobi knows that Darth Vader is around, but Obi-Wan Kenobi does not know that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker. Because then he would just automatically know that Vader, or that Anakin is alive, but he doesn't. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi writer Joby Harold recently discussed the latest Disney Plus Star Wars show and appeared to reveal that he had no idea that Kenobi knew that Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader. Speaking with the rap, Harold revealed he didn't originally pitch Kenobi. Not Okay, that doesn't clarify it. <laughs> that doesn't help at all. Yeah. Um, I just, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe two episodes will turn it around for me. Oh, no. The headline is Obi-Wan Kenobi writer appears to be oblivious of Revenge of the Sith. Has no clue Kenobi knew Anakin was Darth Vader. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what good. That's what I thought. <laughs> so, so which way? That he already knew Anakin is Vader. But then the question is, does he know in this show that Vader is alive? I would yeah. assume no. So the shock is, I'll tell Vader, that's right, Vader's alive, Anakin's alive. Yeah. Okay. Because I always assumed that if people in the Empire knew that, like, Darth Vader was a dude, they would be less trust trusting of it. Oh, it's, yeah. Like, so very sinister. Um, okay, that makes sense to me. Also, my, my brother told me he was, uh, he hadn't watched, I a lot of my family were like, I watched the first episode, but I haven't watched anything yet. And my brother was like, yeah, the third episode was really good, right? And I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. He's like, okay, because I read an article that said it's the worst thing that they've put out since The Last Jedi. And I was like, yeah, if an article name drops The Last Jedi in like the pitch of it, you can just go ahead. Yeah, you lose <laughs> disagree, your credibility. Disagree with whatever the uh, yeah. the take was on that. Here, Here's my thing is that like, there will be people who say that, oh, this this is such a great show that it would just be much better without uh uh without Riva. Uh it would just be we just want Obi-Wan just kicking ass. Why can't things go back to the way they were? You know, uh they will dislike Last Jedi. They will say Boba Fett sucks. They will say Boba Fett's woke. Boba Fett is fat. Uh they'll do all that <laughs> stuff. And then this show, this will be their show where they'll be like, this could have been a perfect show if it wasn't for Riva. And it's like Riva's not the problem here. I'm I'm genuinely interested to see how they end it, because yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things where it's like, what what is this building to? Is like I don't really know yet. I don't know what the showdown is going to be like. I don't know what the end game of Riva and there's people that have like theories of like the posters and who's in the eye of the posters, and it's right. like, well, the problem when you make that argument is you're only using the three posters that that line up your theory but then what about these six other character posters like I, I think they just randomly put a character in the eye I thought they put the opposite no because no. Leia's is Obi-Wan oh and 
Tala's is Obi-Wan and that random droids is Vader. I hope Tala doesn't die. I thought for sure she was going to die. When she started talking to Reva, I was like, oh, she's dead, dead. She's going to die for sure. She's going to sacrifice herself. I couldn't believe she lived through the end of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of, uh, especially my reaction to this episode, I I love the stuff that I liked. I really, really liked. And everything else was just kind of like, like it, it like washed over me like a wave, you know, like I, I didn't even, you know, I'm having to like think about it to recall it, but the stuff that I liked, I loved. But part of it for me is I'm also, I was binge watching Stranger Things season four yesterday. And the fact that I was like, oh, it's three in the morning. The next episode's an hour and 15 minutes long. I can't do this. I have work in the morning. And I feel like if that was this show, I, I would like call it, you know, yeah. and you always want that feeling of like, what's going to happen next? Like if it was all at once, I think at the end of this episode, if it was three in the morning or two in the morning, I would be like, I gotta watch it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, like the urgency is not there because I don't know what the, I don't know what we're going for yet. If I, if I had to go to sleep early and I'd work in the morning and I had to choose whether I was going to stay up and watch the show or not, um, it's been a while since I've had to make that decision. But if I had to, I think I would save this for tomorrow this show i think at this point i would have stayed up the first couple two times and then i'd been like it's fine i'll watch it tomorrow you know i think i think we we were just spoiled by the mandalorian (laughs) the mandalorian is just so good yeah and it set the bar so high for like it was like the first like disney plus show yeah it was the first star wars show it was like the first thing after the general disappointment that was rise of skywalker and it was like a fresh start it was like we're back in it we're doing it and then book of boba fett was okay i'm fine i would stay up for book of boba fett um this show is okay um i think andor is going to be challenging the way that i want it to be I think Andor is going to be my challenging show, which I would like, you know? The buzz is it's going to be pretty epic. The buzz, the buzz says. The buzz. I just love that the trailer has no shots of Diego Luna in it. That was my favorite part. Oh. The Andor trailer. There's no Andor in it. I didn't realize that. I didn't notice that. Um, Not one single shot of of the beautiful face of Diego Luna. Nowhere to be found. Um, But it looks good. Yeah, I'm excited for it. That's um, coming like soon, right? And Mando like, season three, they're going going deep into the Mandalore lore. Um, Mandalore, Mandalore lore, Mandalore, and, ba- and the tiny Babu freaks. So you know, no, what, what? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you guys? It's, so it's this well, did they show like something in celebration? Oh, they did. I'm sorry. Yeah, it hasn't been released. They yet. did. It hasn't been released yet. Um, baby Yoda's cool. baby Yoda's real name is Babu Frick. Yes, <laughs> yeah. No, there's a couple. Babu there's a couple Frick shots. You. There's a quick shot of like a band of Babu Fricks, um, and then a quick shot of a band of salacious bee crumbs, like okay. in tree. Like, like you know how oh, they like, talk about stories of like the monkeys that go to the villages and like pelt things at tourists. It's yeah. like that mm-hmm. vibe. They're but like they're, in the trees. Like they're that. sentient creatures, though, right? Yeah. Babu Frick. Uh, <laughs> somebody. The article is is titled "Somehow 
Babu Frick has returned. So that's what I want. That's what I want. I'm that's cool with I that. Want. Yeah. I think Babu Frick's the only thing that's got like general praise from that movie, you know? Oh, but yeah. I thought people I... were doing it ironically. No, I hate that movie, but I have a Babu Frick toy. I thought people Bob were Frick ironically. Is the best part of that movie. I like Babu Frick, but I thought people were going to hate him like they do Ewoks. No, I unironically. Also, is oh. he a ba- is he baby? Is he a baby or is he not? Is he an old man or is he a baby? I think he's an old man. He'd be pretty skilled baby. <laughs> it just droids like he that. reminds me of a baby, but he reminds me of an old man, and then he also reminds me of Pepe the Prawn from Muppets. Yeah, <laughs> who's a great Muppet. Yeah, they did. So the Thursday of celebration, they did a little teaser, and then at the Mandalorian Plus panel on Saturday, they did a longer, like a full length trailer. Um, and then they did the Ahsoka um, teaser. Is it Babu Frick or the aliens that are Babu Frick? I think it's the aliens that are Babu Frick. Because um, there's like a pack of them. A new appearance by creatures of the same species. I don't know who the they are. Species. I'm just calling the them An- Babu Frick. The Anzellans. The Anzellans. Oh, I mean, that's what the article says. Yeah, and, and the Salacious Bee Crumbs, which I'm sure have a name. Interesting. Yeah, there's something, something lizard. Well, I'm all there's for also, that. There's also people that are saying on the internet that Bo-Katan is the antagonist of season three, but I want to say on the record as someone that has watched the trailer, that is not clearly said in the trailer. Okay. All that's said in the trailer is that she's in it. Like okay. there's no, she does not have antagonist vibes in that trailer. I think anyone who says that just doesn't like Bo-Katan. How, how's she looking? Is she looking wow, 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 wow? As perfect as ever. She's doing the thing. She's sitting, so I'm in sweatpants, so I'm going to try to do it. She's sitting on the throne in Mandalore. Like yeah. she's doing this. Oh, just man spreading. Oh, yeah. 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 It's <laughs> oh. incredible. Um, she's in the Flash show. And her character, like the Flash show is not that great, but it, she's plays a really fun character in the show. She's like a really, like a bad guy, but she's kind of campy. Um, Kate Sa- Katie Sackhoff. Uh, anyway, wah, 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 wah. Um, cool, cool, cool. Uh, does anyone have any closing thoughts before we uh, uh, finish up this episode? I feel like... I am for as much as we have kind of, and I feel like that's not, I was about to say as much as we've been ragging on it, but I feel like we're not doing that. I feel like anything that we don't like about it, it's like, I feel like it it makes sense or like it's just based on our personal expectations and our wants and what we want from the show. Yeah. Um, Going in with little to no expectations at the beginning of it, I am enjoying it. And a big part of that is Leia. Um, yeah so I'm enjoying the show for what it is while and at the same time there's like 25% of me that's like oh why did you why did the Disney plus Twitter have me watch all this Satine episodes if we're not going to bring up that trauma you know or what you know are we gonna you know delve into this so there's like a little bit of me that's like now that I've seen it uh, so far I'm wondering if they're gonna you know address stuff but the 75% of me that went in with no expectations is enjoying my time with it so yeah, I'd give it a 75%. It's a solid, it's a solid C plus. I'd, I'd curve the grade up. Sorry, it's the end of my semester. I'm grading out students. So I'm on Sorry. Uh, grade brain. But yeah, I'd, I'd curve it up to a C plus. It could turn into a B minus. 
Okay. Okay. Hmm. Matt, you got any final thoughts? No, I mean, you know, I just, I mean, I agree. It's not the most challenging, you know, Star Wars story we've gotten or, or whatever, but I'm excited to see kind of where it's going to go in the next two episodes. It's the action has been fun so far. It hasn't looked super like low budget. Like no, we have I'm gotten fine. in other Star Wars properties. Right. Star Wars uh, stories. Um, Can you imagine if the snow speeders just kind of went really slow? Yeah. Like they did in Book of Boba Fett. The so, land speeders. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm cool with the show. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm uh, just happy to see where, where, where we're going to get in the next two weeks and wrapping it up. Looking forward to it. Okay. Um, I forget what I was going to say. Oh, uh, I think that Star Wars is suffering a little bit by uh, what Star Trek is suffering by. Uh, I don't know where we're roughly, weirdly in the same position in Star Trek that we are in this show. Uh, we are a couple years before the start of the first series in Star Trek. We we're, we're in Star Trek Strange New Worlds takes place right before the original series. So we know that there's going to be like a crew change for a lot of the characters that they're going to go off on and may, some of them we may ne never hear of again. They might die in this show to lead to Kirk being captain. We know that uh, there, there's a thing with Captain Pike who's Anson Mount which have you talked about how attractive he is, uh, Sarah? Were you? I don't know. I don't know who that is off the top of my head. He's Black Bolt, but he's also in a couple other things. Have you seen him? Look up Anson Mount on Star Trek, and I feel like he's your type. Oh, he's a silver fox. <laughs> Did you see him with a beard or without a beard? Because I just saw him without a beard. Oh, I just saw him with a beard. Um... <laughs> no, not your type. He's. Uh... He's not super my type. Oh, okay, interesting. But okay, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> Those are some big teeth. He's he is attractive, but he's almost too attractive. I think yeah, I don't know. Um hold on, wait, I just saw him shirtless. Okay, I should be convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for finding people for other people. I'm like you know? Oh, they, are you going to set up a date with me and Anson Mount? I mean, if I could, I would, but I, <laughs> you know, uh, but no, about like, just like, uh, you know, hotties, you know, throw them on your radar. Anyway, the point being is, Thanks. is that, that uh, Star Trek is kind of doing that. Like his character, we know that like later in Star Trek is going to die just a horrible, gruesome death. And like, we're like, well, where is he now? Uh, like, we just have to be happy with where what he is now, which is kind of very similar to what we have with Obi-Wan. And it's kind of weird how both franchises are kind of doing that. They're kind of stuck in this situation where we've done sequels and prequels and we're exploring this like time period we've never explored before, but we know that it's bumping right up nuts to butts up against what we do know already. Is there a cinematic term for that? Like a middle cool? I mean, I... Like I you mean in not between. nuts to butts? Yeah, is that the that's my term? that's that's my term. I I I like to use nuts nuts to butts is it? Uh, I use it for many different situations. 
but uh, uh, some the, people call the it phrase a phrase or the move. The no, not the uh, well, no, the phrase because not anyway, whatever. Uh, yeah, mid, it's, it's pushed up right next, yeah, 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 yeah. mid cool, I, I think, is like the there's no like actual term for it, but like a mid cool is sometimes oh yeah a work that a mid cool is a work that's set during the time from a previous work rather than before or after yeah okay interquill i don't know spin off you spin off guess yeah but it's not a spin like i feel like it's weird because it's like wrapping into it's ouroboros you know i would call it a spin off yeah because spin off though it means like it's 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 a spin in it is more like a spin in, yeah. It's spin in. I don't know when, it's a, when spin, they take... it's a spin-off of Revenge of the Sith, but it's a prequel of A New Hope. It's weird. I don't know. This is what a franchise. Talk, does I think we much. should spend about 40 more minutes trying to come up with a good but, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Those are my thoughts. I think that both franchises are roughly in that same position, and I think that it's both awesome and not awesome at the same time and it kind of makes me sad because again none of this matters unless holy shit unless unless obi-wan dedicates five years seven years of the next years trying to get uh smuggle people through the path and then he comes back to tatooine and then we see, then he's done more. Then there's like more things that he's done. Otherwise, he's just going into to hibernation for 10 years. You don't need more from him? Has he earned it? Has he earned 10 years of rest before his final death? Sure. He was just waiting for the moment to pounce on Luke when he was away from his god. Let's not phrase it that way. <laughs> why didn't he just take luke away at 18 isn't he isn't that roughly how old he is in the he's like 19, 19 right but like yeah, yeah. why didn't he take him on his birthday and he just be like hey this is everything like what's what what are lars and baru gonna do i don't know I if went- a crazy old like hermit grandpa showed up and was like just randomly like hey you have the force. Here's a light. Well, I guess I, I would, I would probably follow that guy. Yeah. I talked myself out of the argument I was trying to make, which is <laughs> if he just showed up randomly, cause I guess he's, he saves him. So that's what endears it to him. Although let's be honest, Luke would, Luke would follow. Luke's him. an idiot. He just randomly showed up. Luke's an he idiot. Leo's smart. Let's mm-hmm. get that out of the way. You know, that's yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for for being a part of this. Uh, thank you, Sarah, uh, for being the guest on this episode. Um, thank you to Matt for for being co-host on this episode. Um, uh, Matt, really quick, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? It's on my Instagram, Matthew A. Mori. Look for me there. You can look for me in the rest of this uh, the run of the show. Most of Star Wars stuff, I'll, I'll be here with you. So, Coco, Coco, cool. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for being guest on episode four of this after show. Uh, where can people find you? What do you got coming up? Uh, I am on uh, Instagram and TikTok uh, under Ms. Marauder. 
uh i am starting to post more cosplay related stuff to the instagram it it started off as just like my person it's i mean it's my personal instagram but um as people as we've been going to more conventions again it's getting more cosplay yeah um lots of star wars celebration pictures coming up on there for the foreseeable future because i took 2000 oh um actually i took 500 it's 500 pictures oh okay um because evie took a picture with every cosplayer um <laughs> that went um and then yeah it's pretty sporadic on tiktok uh because it's the end of the semester and i am a single mother and a teacher so i don't have a lot of time to make videos yeah um but yeah they 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 come out when they come out of my brain um but it's it's real random stuff over there but yeah cosplay nerdy cosplay and convention stuff on on the instagram all right sounds good sounds good uh if anybody out there is watching us live you are watching us on volume.com slash the keeg show you're watches, watching us on uh, twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show you want to find us online you just find us at the keeg show uh whether that's at the keeg show or slash the keeg show whatever uh social media instagram tiktok twitter at the keeg show obviously our live stream channels slash the keeg show uh if you want to find our podcasts uh if you haven't already done so um maybe you're listening to this live uh or not live but just you know listening to this on the podcast uh you can find us wherever you get your podcasts from apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. we are all over the place there uh if you want to look for way to give back to the show, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, you can find a tier, a subscription tier that works for you. Something as small as $5 goes a long way with helping the Keeg out. Um, other than that, uh, uh, tomorrow we will not be having Comic Talk, but uh, uh, normally we do have Comic Talk every Thursday. And uh, normally we have uh, the Keeg back every Friday. And then uh, lately, we've been doing a Keeg Talks episode every single Saturday. So uh, this Saturday, we're going to be talking about Jurassic World Dominion on this Saturday. And I'm super excited for that. And I heard uh, that a Dimetrodon shows up, which is crazy. For any dinosaur fans out there, it's crazy. A Dimetrodon scares me. Hmm. But it's not that scary in in the whole scheme of things. They just... They're one of the weird, they're kind of like a, a they're bent, uh, I think they're bent uh, leg dinosaurs. A lot of dinosaurs walk with their, with straight legs, but lizards and crocodiles walk with like bent elbows and dimetrodons walk with bent elbows. Oh, they have the big sail. They have the big sail. Yeah. That's what the, um, the Imagine Dragons songs uh, singing about. Sail. Oh no. Oh, you That's just gave not it. Imagine Dragons. You just gave <laughs> Is that not That's, Imagine Dragons? It's not. And you just what gave is, me a, a Tumblr Sherlock flashback. What's the what's the oh, what's no. the band? Oh no. I don't know. It might as well be. I don't really care <laughs> about either of them. Uh, it's AWOL Nation. AWOL there Nation. There you go. All right. Like great, great classic band. <laughs> um Either way, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. Uh, and this has been episode four of the Obi-Wan Kenobi After Show. Take care. Sail!